Join Tim and Christina Madden, co-founders of Executive Career Upgrades on their podcast, The Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. As an executive in today's highly competitive job market, it can be tough to succeed. However, with Tim's nationally recognized career advice and Christina's mindset expertise, you can reach your full potential. Tune in to upgrade your career and get ahead of the competition. Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Executive Career Upgrades Podcast. I am your host today, Tim Madden. The beautiful Christina Madden is traveling today, so she will be sorely missed. But hey, if you don't know us, we help those in corporate America, right? Directors, VPs, and executives land the job and money they deserve and then go on to be more successful having a plan when they start the new organization and also through leadership and development programs. And it's something that we're just truly passionate about because for many of you who don't know, hey, when I transitioned out of the military, right? I had a tough time, man. It was tough. I was unemployed for a long time. I didn't know what my resume needed to look like. I didn't know this. And I was just success. Uh, I was just as successful. There we go. Sorry, tongue tied today. As as ladies and gentlemen, as you were, right? So here I was. I had a good career, soldier of the year, had my degrees, had my accomplishments, but I just didn't know what to do. So now Christina and I had pretty much made it our life's mission for helping you and helping companies in all things career. And I'm super excited to talk about another, another thing that we haven't touched on in a, a long time. So, hey, but we'll get into that soon. But hey, we go live each week inside the Executive Career Network on Facebook. Check us out. Almost, I think we're approaching 13,000 directors, VPs, and executives in corporate America from around the U.S. So definitely, hey, go in there. Introduce yourself, right? You imagine, just imagine this, right? We're trying to build this network up. 13,000 people. How many people? Man, I wish Christina was here today to help me out. Hold on. How, let me ask a question about 13,000 people. How many people can fit in the Tampa Bay Buck Stadium? How many people does that fit? Oh, 75,000. Okay, one day we will be big enough. So, right, because basically what I'm saying, right? Imagine being in the middle of a conference and there's 13,000 people there. 13,000 hiring managers, right? Definitely get connected to that community over on Facebook. Hey, we go live to our friends over on LinkedIn and YouTube as well. And then, of course, we upload to everywhere on the internet. Do us a favor. As always, if you get any value today to help you accelerate your search, right, or or things to ponder as maybe you're approaching your next search in the future, hey, share this with a friend, a family member, okay? And as always, if you need help in your career, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. Episode 108, the power of company culture in your job search. So back to, right, back to what I was saying of share this with a friend or a family member because the number one mistake of many people make, but here's what happens. So many people are out there looking for a job and they're not looking for the right job, the right company. Do you know why that is? Well, I'm going to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, because when people get laid off, 
or when they're sick and tired of being sick and tired, what do they do? I just need to find another job. Well, what do you want to do? I want to be a director of sales. We always talk about goal setting, right? And we all know the more specific we can get about our goals, the easier it's going to be to achieve them. So most people are out there going after something that they haven't even truly identified. So that is why I'm here today to help you ponder some questions to help you identify your next career move because it's different for everyone. Because again, there's so many people out there looking for the next opportunity, but they haven't taken the time to get clarity around what they want to do next. So let's talk about it. Okay. As always, hey, today I am monitoring the comments. Michael, uh, welcome. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Definitely get connected with Michael over on LinkedIn. Hey, Q&A and audience engagement today. Encourage, right? I want to encourage you to post questions and help me out um, and share your experiences related to company culture as well and things that are important to you in your next um, in your next search, okay? So let's get started. Defining your company culture. What is your company culture? And I don't mean the company you're working in. I mean the company, right? Like what do you want from the next company that you work at, right? So start by defining what is important for you, right? What is important for you? Some things to consider, right? What are your values, beliefs, attitudes, behaviors? that would be categorized as something that, you know, you would like to do well in. So many people out there, right? And we just did it here um, at ECU. I, I think I might've talked about this a couple, um, a couple podcasts ago, but recently we interviewed a person on our team uh, to join our team, right? They were phenomenal. They were a high achiever. Everything was perfect. There is zero doubt in my mind this person could, could, absolutely have been successful inside of our organization, but we didn't hire them. Why is that? Our goals were not aligned, right? So just, just because you can be good at a job, maybe in sales, finance, or marketing, right? That's only one small piece of it. The goal alignment has to be there. And if your goals aren't aligned, you are not going to like working there, right? You're not going to like working there. Eventually, you're going to come to a point to where you are not fulfilled. So it's important as you are approaching your search, you need to define, hey, what is a company that I would like to work for? Not the name. What do they stand for? What do they value? Right? What is their vision? What is their mission? Imagine, you know, I'm a military guy, right? Would you like to go on a mission? without knowing what the mission is? No, that's pretty weird to even say, right? So you want to hook up with other companies that share the same values as you, that share the same beliefs as you. So before you go and identify those though, you have to identify them for yourself because ladies and gentlemen, different people like different things, right? Different people value different things. Different people have different behaviors, different ways that they like to run things. And the best example I can give you is a lot of the differences between small, mid, and large companies, right? So, so many people say, oh, I'll work at any company. 
right? When we're talking to them in their clarity session here at Executive Correct Roads, which by the way, you need help in your career, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast, schedule a free consultation with our team because January 1st, everyone's going to be trying to change their lives, right? So with that being said, okay, what is important to you? Small, mid, and large. You know if you're working at a small company, as a leader, you are also going to be the doer as well just because they simply don't have the manpower. It is what it is. That is the reality. Additionally, in smaller organizations, they don't have integrated technology systems, extensive dashboards and reportings, and they probably don't have a lot of standard operating uh, you know, procedures around how the department runs, how performance management's being conducted, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Now, some people thrive in those types of environments. They love to come in when things are broken or, you know, not set up because they just love that, right? To each its own. Mid-sized company are going to get, you know, more stability. Large companies, right? Well, let's go back to small. At small, it's going to be easy to impact change. It's going to be easier to impact change at a small company than it is at IBM. Because at IBM, when you want to change one policy or one process, what happens? It affects. 30 other things that need to be changed, right? All these different landing pages, employee forms, all of this, all of these things. So at a large company, the stability is going to be there. The reporting is going to be there, but it's nearly impossible to manage change there, man. I mean, hey, you can do it, but it's going to be a lot more difficult. But some of the benefits is, hey, you're going to have a lot more structure there. So if you thrive in a structured environment, you probably want to go to a mid to high employee count company or a large organization. If you thrive in the chaos and the hustle and the grind, because some people just love that. Hey, some people want to go, you know, work at companies to, you know, instill these processes, et cetera. Okay. What is best for you? You're going to have to make a decision in your career to just not say, you can work at every single company and be successful because likely you can't. And when we talk about company culture, what about your boss? Because everybody has one. Even if you're the CEO, the boss is the board, the investors, the shareholders, right? So are you someone who likes to be micromanaged? Nothing wrong with that. Some people like to say like, hey, I need you to do this. I need you to do it this way. And I need you to do it by this time. Go execute. And some people don't want to be micromanaged at all. Maybe that's, you know, I shouldn't be using that word. I should be using a different term, right? Maybe some people want the autonomy of the boss just says, hey, I need this done. Like, go handle it for me. And they don't give you any guidance. Because I've met with 50% of people who are frustrated because their boss didn't give them guidance. And the other 50 said, man, I'm glad my boss gave me the autonomy to go do this. What works for you? If you get yourself into a company where you don't align with your boss, you don't really know what you're looking for, you don't really know what values you stand for, the company stands for, no wonder there's all this chaos in corporate America. So be sure to start thinking about these as you're approaching your search, because likely if you're tuning into this podcast, you're probably going to have another job in your life before you retire, right? Now, the reason... We're going to go over many more things, but now we're going to talk about the reason this is so important, okay? Because it's going to influence, as we briefly stated, right, your job, satisfa job satisfaction, productivity, and long-term success. How can you be successful in an environment 
where you don't have anything in common with anyone or you don't like the way they run things. It's probably going to be difficult, right? It's probably going to be difficult. So these are some, so step one, hey, identify granularly. What industry do I want to be in, right? What size of company? What do I want my team? What do I want the company to stand for? You know, what about my relationship, right? The dynamics between me and my boss or the executive leadership at the company or the board. These are things you need to think about. Otherwise, you're going to get yourself in, you know, potentially a bad situation. The only person who can do this for you is you, right? You have to sit down and identify what is important for you at your next place, at, at your next place of work. But the good news is, hey, I am here to help you. So with that being said, these are some questions, okay? I'm going to dive into some questions about cultural fit where we can actually go through and talk about, right, that you can ask during the interview so that we can see, okay, if this could potentially help you in your next job or not. So let's get started. Cultural fit questions, okay? What is the company's mission statement and how do you see it influencing the work of this team or department? Funny thing. Again, we all have to have a job anyway, right? We might as well try to have fun and try to be on the same mission as the company. And it's an extreme big red flag. I'm not saying that the executive leadership, everyone has to memorize it, right? Like exactly, but they should know, hey, what mission are you on? And if you ask that question, what's the company's mission statement? And how does this like impact the way you do things here? Okay. If they don't know how to answer that, you know you're in a broken company culture, unfortunately, right? Here at ECU, right, we put a big emphasis on, or here at Executive Group Upgrades, right, we, when we make policy changes and we're making program changes, we always say, hey, we, we want to make success easy for us and our clients. Most businesses just focus on well, we need to do this to make it easy for us. That's the wrong answer, right? There has to be a middle line, okay? There has to be a middle line of, hey, this is going to be more work on us, but the clients really need this, right? Do they have a company culture like that? So super important to ask that during an interview. Hey, again, a question you might want to talk to about your boss, right? Hey, how would you describe the leadership style within the organization, like your leadership style? And how does it impact the decision making? Right then, if you know that the that the boss is going to be super involved, right? Daily reporting trackers, all of these things, and you don't like that type of environment, probably a large company, right? You know that that's probably not for you. But here's what people do, right? They apply to millions of jobs online. They cross their fingers. They pray to the Indeed gods and the ZipRecruiter gods and say, please just have someone contact me. And when someone contacts me, I'm going to tell them why I'm the best person for the position. You're probably going to run into some issues if you do that. So, hey, if you're going to have a boss, make sure you're both on the same page during the hiring process, right? Because he may have a leadership style that is just going to uh, make you really frustrated. Okay. And then in the long term, no matter how much they pay you, because you know this as an executive, if you're listening to this podcast, people typically don't leave because of money. What's the number one reason people leave their jobs? 
Anyone know? It's because of their managers, their bosses, the leadership. That's the number one reason. Okay, no one's going to leave a job where everything's perfect. I love working here. I love coming to work. I love the team. I love what I'm working on. Hey, everything's great, but I just want 20 more K. That's probably not going to happen. Okay. Another thing, how many of you want to work 45 hours a week, 80 hours a week, 35 hours a week, right? So here's another good question. What is the company's approach to work-life balance? And how does it support employee well-being? If they can't answer that, that might be a problem. Or if they do answer it and say, hey, we expect our people to work hard, stay late, stay up till you know midnight, wake up at 2 a.m. because you have calls in with the China the, the decision people in China, right? That may not work for you. I've seen people take jobs and then frequent travels involved and travel was never talked about, right? or meetings or extended stays, right? So make sure you're on the same page. But if you don't ask these questions about, do they even know the mission of the company? What's their leadership style? Hey, is there a work-life balance or no? If you don't ask those, you could get yourself into a, you know, a bad job for you, but it could be a great job for someone else. You probably also want to talk about the core values. Can you describe the, describe the company's core values and how they are reflected in day-to-day -day operations? Ladies and gentlemen, if you're meeting with, especially like HR, who should absolutely know, right, company mission, mission, vision, and values, and they don't have answers to these questions, it's probably a toxic environment, unfortunately. Hey, and if you're in HR, definitely pay attention, right? Like, make sure your leaders, human resources, are instilling mission and values during interview and also core competencies that you know they need plus the impact on job performance okay a positive company culture can enhance your job performance which can increase engagement teamwork and a more collaborative environment if you are in the right vehicle and i'm just going to make something up right you know you're working at Twitter, okay? You know that, hey, we work late every day because we want to change the world. So it's just stated that this, if that's the environment that you thrive in where everyone there, man, wants to be an A player, consistently innovate, et cetera, and that's what it takes, right? If you're in that vehicle, you're probably going to have a great time there. If you want to work-life balance, you probably shouldn't work at Twitter, and vice versa for other organizations, right? So when you are in the right company culture, okay? When you are in the right company culture, you're going to perform better because you have a leader that, you know, is on the same page as you, shares the same goals, missions, et cetera. Comment from Facebook, HR, ex HR expects you have researched the company prior, so it's my experience you need to find the mission and vision prior. Exactly. But there's a difference, and sorry, I don't know who that is on Facebook. It just came up as Facebook user. But there's a big difference from, yeah, sure, you need to know the mission and the values, but that's not the question I'm asking. I'm saying, hey, how does this, so back to the company mission statement, right? How does this influence what you do here? That's the question you need to ask HR. Because most people just write a mission and values on their website and then never look at them again. 
that's what I mean, right? Of course, yeah, you want to research the company and see what they stand for and their values, but you want to see, hey, do they actually um, do what they say they're doing, right? Does the company actually stand for these values? Because most of the time you get in there, okay, and they say they stand for all these values, and then they basically don't. And then goals are misaligned, okay? Now, I just want to give you an example of why this is so important with you. I was trying to think of a case study and a success story. So I thought of one for last year. Don't remember the gentleman's name. We've helped a lot of people here. <laughs> but what happened is this gentleman was making 200K. Okay. He was working 80 hours a week. And when he came to me, he said, Tim, I want to work with a company that's this and has these values. But more importantly, is a work life balance. And he said, I don't like being a leader. I'm a phenomenal individual contributor, though. So we actually found a vehicle, aka another company, right? And I remember when he, so again, just to make a long story short, he was making 200K, but he was working 80 hours a week, okay? Then his next job he got, he was making 185K, but he was only working 35 hours a week in an individual contributor role. He was jumping out of his chair when he accepted the offer. Because again, it's not always about money and compensation. It's about numerous factors. And if you don't identify those numerous factors, you're going to have probably an unfulfilled career. So for him, even though he took a 20% pay cut, hey, he also saved 45 hours a week. He could spend time with his family. And he wasn't in a leadership role. He was an individual contributor. But he took the time to write down what was important for him at his next company and what he wanted to do. And now he still loves working there right? Which is that the end goal is to, hey, you know, you have to work anyway. We all need income, right? We might as well, you know, find a company that values what we do. Okay. Handling cultural misalignment wanted to touch on this. Okay. If you find yourself in a new position where company culture doesn't align with your values, right? Hey, leave, find another job. You can't change the values of a whole organization. You just can't. So with that being said, if you're consistently in a place where they, do, they don't have a mission, they don't have values, you don't align with your boss, you have different goals, it's okay. There's nothing wrong with leaving an organization just because you don't share the same goals. So my best advice is, hey, when you make a, when you make a, what's the word I'm looking for? When you make a, not a decision, when you make a mistake, hey, best thing you can do, Resolve it as soon as possible. As soon as you know, hey, goals are misaligned. We can't get on the same page. Hey, you got to find another organization. There's nothing wrong with that. So today, hey, I wanted to bring you some taxing strategies of if you're approaching a search or in a search, these are things you have to consider too, because if not, hey, you don't want to get into a new job where it's misaligned, right? So let's kind of recap. So many people out there are looking just for their next J-O-B and not the right J-O-B because they haven't taken time to define what company culture they feel they can succeed in, right? Know how much that impacts their job performance. Know that when you're aligned with values, how much you're going to love working there. Know the questions to ask in an interview for, for the cultural fit, right? I shared a case study with you. And remember, Handling those cultural misalignments. Hey, if you can't fix it, leave. Lastly, hey, resources and tools. My VP of marketing doesn't know this. Love you, Raquel. 
Hey, resource and tools though. Stay tuned. Hey, I, we are creating here at ECU a company culture assessment that I have already started working on so that you can identify where would you best thrive? What type of company is that? It's going to be a little assessment to say, hey, based on these things, we think you should focus in these areas. Until then, hey, if you need help in your career, go on over to execupgrades.com backslash podcast. See everyone next week. And um, remember, hey, we only live once, right? If you're consistently frustrated at your job, hey, find another job after you do this exercise. Best of luck, everyone.